2 Samuel chapter 4 Now when Ishbosheth, son of Saul, heard that Abner had died in Hebron, he lost courage, and all Israel was dismayed. Saul's son had two men who were leaders of raiding parties. One was named Bena and the other Rechab. They were sons of Rimen, the Berethite, of the tribe of Benjamin. Bereth is considered part of Benjamin because the Berethites fled to Gataim and have lived there as foreigners to this day. And Jonathan, son of Saul, had a son who was lame in his feet. He was five years old when the report about Saul and Jonathan came from Jezreel. His nurse picked him up and fled, but as she was hurrying to escape, he fell and became lame. His name was Mephibosheth. As Rechab and Bena, the sons of Rimen, the Berethite, set out and arrived at the house of Ishbosheth in the heat of the day while the king was taking his midday nap. They entered the interior of the house as if to get some wheat, and they stabbed him in the stomach. Then Rechab and his brother Bena slipped away. They had entered the house while Ishbosheth was lying on his bed, and having stabbed and killed him, they beheaded him, took his head, and traveled all night by way of the Arabah. They brought the head of Ishbosheth to David at Hebron and said to the king, Here is the head of Ishbosheth, son of Saul, your enemy who sought your life. Today the Lord has granted vengeance to my lord the king against Saul and his offspring. But David answered Rechab and his brother Bena, the sons of Rimen, the Berethite, As surely as the Lord lives, who has redeemed my life from all distress when someone told me, Look, Saul is dead, and thought he was a bearer of good news? I seized him and put him to death at Ziklag. That was his reward for his news. How much more, when wicked men kill a righteous man in his own house and on his own bed, Shall I not now require his blood from your hands and remove you from the earth? So David commanded his young men, and they killed Rechab and Bena. They cut off their hands and feet and hung their bodies by the pool in Hebron. But they took the head of Ishbosheth and buried it in Abner's tomb in Hebron. Chapter 5 Then all the tribes of Israel came to David at Hebron and said, Here we are, your own flesh and blood. Even in times past, while Saul was king over us, you were the one who led Israel out and brought them back. And to you the Lord said, You will shepherd my people Israel, and you will be ruler over them. So all the elders of Israel came to the king at Hebron, where King David made with them a covenant before the Lord, and they anointed him king over Israel. David was thirty years old when he became king, and he reigned forty years. In Hebron, he reigned over Judah seven years and six months, and in Jerusalem, he reigned thirty-three years over all Israel and Judah. Now the king and his men marched to Jerusalem against the Jebusites who inhabited the land. The Jebusites said to David, You will never get in here. Even the blind and lame can repel you. For they thought, David cannot get in here. Nevertheless, David captured the fortress of Zion, that is, the city of David. On that day, he said, whoever attacks the Jebusites must use the water shaft to reach the lame and blind who are despised by David. That is why it is said, the blind and the lame will never enter the palace. So David took up residence in the fortress and called it the city of David. He built it up all the way around from the supporting terraces inward. And David became greater and greater, for the Lord God of hosts was with him. Now Hiram 
king of Tyre, sent envoys to David, along with cedar logs, carpenters, and stonemasons, and they built a palace for David. And David realized that the Lord had established him as king over Israel and had exalted his kingdom for the sake of his people Israel. After he had arrived from Hebron, David took more concubines and wives from Jerusalem, and more sons and daughters were born to him. These are the names of the children born to him in Jerusalem. Shamua, Shobab, Nathan, Solomon, Ibhar, Elishua, Nepheg, Japhia, Elishama, Eliada, and Elephelet. When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over Israel, they all went in search of him, but David learned of this and went down to the stronghold. Now the Philistines had come and spread out in the valley of Rephaim. What is that, Rephaim? Against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? Go, replied the Lord, for I will surely deliver the Philistines into your hand. So David went to Baal-perazim, where he defeated the Philistines and said, Like a bursting flood, the Lord has burst out against my enemies before me. So he called that place Baal-perazim. There the Philistines abandoned their idols, and David and his men carried them away. Once again the Philistines came up and spread out in the valley of Rephaim. So David inquired of the Lord, who answered, Do not march straight up, but circle around behind them and attack them in front of the balsam trees. As soon as you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the balsam trees, move quickly, because this will mean that the Lord has marched out before you to strike the camp of the Philistines. So David did as the Lord had commanded him, and he struck down the Philistines all the way from Gibeon to Gezer. Chapter 6 David again assembled the chosen men of Israel, thirty thousand in all, and he and all his troops set out for Baal of Judah to bring up from there the Ark of God, which is called by the name, the name of the Lord of hosts, who is enthroned between the cherubim that are on it. They set the Ark of God on a new cart and brought it from the house of Abinadab, which was on the hill. Uzzah and Ahio, the sons of Abinadab, were guiding the new cart, bringing with it the Ark of God, and Ahio was walking in front of the Ark. David and all the house of Israel were celebrating before the Lord with all kinds of wood instruments, harps, stringed instruments, tambourines, sistrums, and cymbals. When they came to the threshing floor of Nacon, Uzzah reached out and took hold of the ark of God, because the oxen had stumbled. And the anger of the Lord burned against Uzzah, and God struck him down on the spot for his irreverence, and he died there beside the ark of God. Then David became angry, because the Lord had burst forth against Uzzah, so he named that place Perez Uzzah, as it is called to this day. That day David feared the Lord and asked, How can the ark of the Lord ever come to me? So he was unwilling to move the ark of the Lord to the city of David. Instead, he took it aside to the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite. Thus the ark of the Lord remained in the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite, for three months, and the Lord blessed him and all his household. Now it was reported to King David, The Lord has blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all that belongs to him because of the ark of God. So David went and had the ark of God brought up from the house of Obed-Edom into the city of David with rejoicing. When those carrying the ark of the Lord had advanced six paces, he sacrificed an ox and a fattened calf. 
And David, wearing a linen ephod, danced with all his might before the Lord, while he and all the house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouting and the sounding of the ram's horn. As the ark of the Lord was entering the city of David, Saul's daughter Michael looked down from a window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, and she despised him in her heart. So they brought the ark of the Lord and set it in its place inside the tent that David had pitched for it. Then David offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. When David had finished sacrificing the burnt offerings and peace offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord of hosts. Then he distributed to every man and woman among the multitude of Israel a loaf of bread, a date cake, and a raisin cake, and all the people departed, each for his own home. As soon as David returned home to bless his own household, Saul's daughter Michael came out to meet him. How the king of Israel has distinguished himself today, she said. He has uncovered himself today in the sight of the maidservants of his subjects, like a vulgar person would do. But David said to Michael, I was dancing before the Lord, who chose me over your father and all his house when he appointed me ruler over the Lord's people Israel. I will celebrate before the Lord, and I will humiliate and humble myself even more than this. Yet I will be honored by the maidservants of whom you have spoken. And Michael, the daughter of Saul, had no children to the day of her death. Chapter 7 After the king had settled into his palace, and the Lord had given him rest from all his enemies around him, he said to Nathan the prophet, Here I am, living in a house of cedar, while the ark of God remains in a tent. And Nathan replied to the king, Go and do all that is in your heart for the Lord is with you. But that night the word of the Lord came to Nathan, saying, Go and tell my servant David that this is what the Lord says. Are you the one to build for me a house to dwell in? For I have not dwelt in a house from the day I brought the Israelites up out of Egypt until this day, but I have moved about with a tent as my dwelling. In all my journeys with all the Israelites have I ever asked any of the leaders I appointed to shepherd my people Israel, Why haven't you built me a house of cedar? Now then, you are to tell my servant David that this is what the Lord of hosts says. I took you from the pasture, from following the flock, to be the ruler over my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have cut off all your enemies from before you. Now I will make for you a name like the greatest in the land, and I will provide a place for my people Israel, and will plant them, so that they may dwell in a place of their own and be disturbed no more. No longer will the sons of wickedness oppress them as they did at the beginning and have done since the day I appointed judges over my people Israel. I will give you rest from all your enemies. The Lord declares to you that he himself will establish a house for you. And when your days are fulfilled and you rest with your fathers, I will raise up your descendant after you who will come from your own body and I will establish his kingdom. He will build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be his father, and he will be my son. When he does wrong, I will discipline him with the rod of men and with the blows of the sons of men. But my loving devotion will never be removed from him as I removed it from Saul, whom I moved out of your way. Your house and kingdom will endure forever before me, and your throne will be established forever. 
So Nathan relayed to David all the words of this entire vision. Then King David went in, sat before the Lord, and said, Who am I, O Lord God, and what is my house that you have brought me this far? And as if this was a small thing in your eyes, O Lord God, you have also spoken about the future of the house of your servant. Is this your custom with man, O Lord God? What more can David say to you? For you know your servant, O Lord God. For the sake of your word and according to your own heart, you have accomplished this great thing and revealed it to your servant. How great you are, O Lord God! For there is none like you, and there is no God but you, according to everything we have heard with our own ears. And who is like your people Israel, the one nation on earth, whom God went out to redeem as a people for himself? and to make a name for himself. You performed great and awesome wonders by driving out nations and their gods from before your people, whom you redeemed for yourself from Egypt. For you have established your people Israel as your very own forever, and you, O Lord, have become their God. And now, O Lord God, confirm forever the word you have spoken concerning your servant and his house. Do as you have promised, so that your name will be magnified forever when it is said, The Lord of hosts is God over Israel, and the house of your servant David will be established before you. For you, O Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, have revealed this to your servant when you said, I will build a house for you. Therefore your servant has found the courage to offer this prayer to you. And now, O Lord God, you are God. Your words are true, and you have promised this goodness to your servant. Now therefore may it please you to bless the house of your servant, that it may continue forever before you. For you, O Lord God, have spoken, and with your blessing the house of your servant will be blessed forever.